Welcome back to Cabin Minute Cast. The scenario has been chosen. The ritual has begun. We are ready to appease the old gods one minute at a time. I am Heidi Bennett of HeidiBennett.com. Hey, and I'm Molly Balin of LittleRedMark.com. And in today's episode, we're covering minute 67 of the movie The Cabin in the Woods. And in this minute, Dana evades certain death again at the hands of Matthew Buckner. Yeah, I think, you know, we talked about this before, but the kids are kind of acting a bit supernatural in their ability (laughs) to still be going strong after all the stuff that's happened to them with these guys. I mean, seriously, because like, we just saw this girl like vomit up blood just a couple minutes ago. And like, I'm just I don't know about you and not to get deep into nausea. But like, if you've got if you've just puked, you're pretty much kind of down for the count for a Mm. bit. You know, you know, maybe she feels better because she did. <laughs> maybe she does. I don't maybe that was uh you know, she's lighter on her feet now. I don't know. Yeah. Um But yeah, I just know myself I would not be super vibrant, but she's really I don't know, maybe it's just that will to live that's let's kicking in there. But yeah, she's still kicking despite everything that's happened to her. I love this uh shot with the you know, her dragging herself along the dock and then the bear trap being drug along. There's this like kind of close up shot, low yes. close up shot with it being like as it's you know being run up against the the wood planks towards her. Yeah, I do too. Like you see the teeth really big, mm-hmm. and you see her looking in anguish and really you know stretching for her life, kind of to try to maybe get off the dock and back into the water. Mm-hmm. And this is an exciting minute because. Yeah, so we've got Matthew here, stringy, stringy-haired Matthew, <laughs> and he's following her, like you said, and then he does this thing that really seems kind of unnecessary, a bit of a flourish, if you will. Mm. We get a cool overhead shot of him twirling that bear trap around along, like, the furthest, probably the furthest out of an extension of that that chain that it's on Mm -hmm, he's like mm -hmm. twirling it like you know helicopter style yeah it's really great great lighting from a a just subtle lighting where you're just getting little bits of her skin and just enough of him to see to make out what he's doing but not not anything crazy you know kind of like you Mm -hmm. can sort of imagine everything being lit by a a full moon almost. Yeah, that whole like swinging chain motion with the bear trap above his head is totally like a Mortal combat, like fatality move, mm. like a little bit off balance, ready to finish him off and just like, mm! <laughs> C- clinched with the bong. <laughs> yeah, so then it just r- wraps around and we've got Marty is in full on hero mode here where he's got that extended super bong. <laughs> and he's stopping the action. <laughs> Marty is back. Yay! Yay! <laughs> oh my Welcome god. Welcome back, Marty. Ah, <laughs> oh, so good to see you. So good to see oh. him and he's he kind of does another sort of an ash look where like the way he's sort of hunched to the side where he's pulled, you know, used that bong to pull down 
the chain and pull pull it all down and pull Matthew down, I guess, probably a bit too. Mm-hmm, and it's just mm-hmm. like such a strong, and we know he's, what is it? Cut like the sweet baby Jesus strong. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you can kind of tell, you know, even though he's got clothing on, you can kind of tell like, this guy's like pretty buff, you know? Yeah. I'm like, Ooh, look, Marty got all sexy. It's just... <laughs> You know, and he looks like he's been through the shit, too. I mean, he's just bloody and dirty and yeah, but it's a good, the music shift here is really great where it's, dun, 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 you know, when the chain wraps around the bong, it's just amazing. Yeah, I love the music in this. <laughs> it's really sweeping and dramatic and yeah, it's really great. And then, oh my God, I really like the contrast, too, between, yeah, he pulls Matthew down and... Mm-hmm. And Dana turns around and sees him and they have they both have sort of matching skin tone, like kind of pink skin with the blood all over their faces, both Dana and Marty. Mm-hmm. And then right in between them, <laughs> cock block city here, <laughs> Matthew <laughs> like rises up boop, with his totally gross undead face and stringy hair and oh my god he's like right there you know yeah. just gotta stop doing that man he's just dude's just all about just popping his head up oh my god yeah he really loves to pop that head up yeah, he really does signature move oh my gosh so speaking of Matthew, uh, I went down the rabbit hole because I was kind of curious about the gentleman who plays him and what he's done before. Mm-hmm. And so his name is Dan Payne, and he's like 6'4", like 230 pounds. So he's like a, he's a big dude. Mm-hmm. And he, he hails from Canada. He's from uh, Victoria, BC, so Pacific Northwest, yay. And I was kind of curious about what he'd done. So I kind of checked it out. So the first thing that I saw about him, which I thought was really interesting, was that he played pro volleyball. That's awesome. That's always somebody with a great, great physique of pro volleyball player. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I kind of see like Matthew Buckner now playing volleyball, like on a beach somewhere, like Hermosa Beach (laughs) or something. So he did that. And he also did stand up comedy. Awesome. Yeah, so he's a funny dude. He's into being funny. So that was also very interesting. And then as far as some of the stuff that he's done, and there are some connections here that we have to, well, Chris Hemsworth, for one, somewhat incidentally, but he was in Star Trek Mm. Beyond. So as we had talked in a previous minute, Chris Hemsworth was also on the original reboot of Star Trek as uh, George Kirk. So this particular gentleman, Dan Payne, was Wadjet in Star Trek Beyond. And basically, it was a guy who helped them escape out of jail, basically. Like, he he had, like, heavy-duty prosthetic mm. on, and he was kind of like a, a big, as he called it, a quote-unquote big British security officer yeah. alien. So there was a little article with him. And he talked about wearing prosthetics, which I think has a connection here because he also wears facial prosthetics Mm -hmm. as Matthew Buckner. And so he said that I get to birth a creature from concept to reality. The makeup is the core of it. And Joel Harlow is a wizard. So he's talking about Star Trek Beyond here. He made... 
phenomenal, elaborate, and unique creatures for this. Once the makeup is on, it's a collaborative process, but it's pretty neat to have the makeup sort of speak to you when you look in the mirror and see how the face moves. For me, the personality comes through that makeup and that exploration of how it all looks and moves. You try to make it more unique than just a human with a mask on. Yeah, I think he definitely does a great job with that here because, I mean, he seems one with the you know, whatever prosthetics they have on him. And <laughs> you could definitely tell what yeah. kind of character you're supposed to be <laughs> with the way he's uh, costumed yeah. and everything. And obviously, and they're like, and uh, this bear trap, this is your, you know, <laughs> this is what you get to carry around. <laughs> like, okay, you know, all right, this is my thing. Okay, I'll bond with my bear trap. Maybe even, you know, gave it a name <laughs> or something. Oh my god. So yeah, I I can see how he really inhabited that pretty well. Um, there's a couple other things that are noteworthy about what he's done in the past too. So um, we have at, at the, this time of taping, um, it's not launched yet, but it will be imminently, but there's a Watchmen minute coming out. And he played one of the original Watchmen in uh, the movie. He played Dollar Bill. So if you guys scoot on over to Watchmen Minute when it comes out, you'll likely hear something cool. about that when that comes up. He was also a lichen creature in Underworld Awakening, and he was in Smallville, Stargate SG-1, and Stargate Atlantis, and he was also in oh, Battlestar Galactica. Okay. Yeah, and then he did kind of an interesting project, but it's... Uh, it's I, I got mixed feelings about it, but he did a... <laughs> He did a short and it's a nonprofit fan mm -hmm. short movie and it's called Nightwing the Darkest Night, like K-N-I-G-H-T. Mm -hmm. uh, you can check it out on YouTube. So we will put a link up <laughs> if that's what you need. But he does play Batman and you can kind of see him as Batman because he's kind of big and he and he does... He, he can do a Batman. Yeah, I so, could definitely see him doing a Batman for sure. Yeah. I mean, we already know he knows how to throw this thing. So imagine if this was a one of those bat tools, you know, that he has on his on his mm -hmm. belt, tosses it out there. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Shout, shout out to all of our Bat Minutes. <laughs> there's a couple of there's Dark Knight Minute and Bat Minute 89. So shout out to our fellow Minute Man. Cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. So the more you talk, the more I'm seeing the connective threads to some of the other Whedonverse and um, some of the other actors and some of the other stunt folk. Because I, I follow everybody mm -hmm. that's on Twitter. I follow them. They have a, a twit going. <laughs> a tweet twit going. And um, I was noticing, I, I don't have her name in front of me, but I was noticing one of the other folks who is in this movie, she, so I'm assuming it's the woman who played Ma Buckner. Now that info isn't right in front of my face, but I'll definitely mm -hmm. talk about her later. Uh, but she was tweeting about Tomo Penniket and oh yes. yeah, yes. Tomo played um, in Dollhouse, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later. But she was tweeting a bunch of stuff about him and what he's up to lately. And uh, he was in Battlestar Galactica and, and Supernatural and a couple of other things. And then he's on that latest. Altered Carbon. Exactly. The... Yep. <laughs> so, yep. so she was kind of tweeting stuff about him. So I was like, oh, they must be connected in some way. And so I'll see what that's all about later. But just when you said that, I was like, oh, yeah. And he's from Vancouver. Also, uh, also, oh. He's also Canadian. He's from Vancouver. So nice. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he's a really likable guy. I like him a lot. I do too. Yeah. I like him as an actor. So, well, cool. That was really 
interesting information. I'm glad you did that deep, deepity dive. Well, thank you. Yeah, I um, went down the rabbit hole with with Dan Payne. So and it was an enjoyable rabbit hole. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I really like getting this idea, fleshing out these people, you know, who's behind Mm -hmm. the scenes making this part of, you know, who's part of this collaboration that's making this show great to highlight people who are under you know, prosthetics or heavy makeup and everything that you might not recognize, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's great to also know he's done some comedy that definitely <laughs> strikes my <laughs> curiosity. <laughs> yeah, mine too. <laughs> and he's hot. So that's also, <laughs> he's easy on the eyes, folks. So there's, there's that too. <laughs> so yeah. And so getting back to the minute here, just a bit, mm-hmm. he, he pops up, like we said, <laughs> looking like... <laughs> like uh, a real Igor or like kind of like um, Frankenstein's monster, almost like uh, kind of a look. (laughs) And then uh, it looks like Dana grabs a board. Is that what you'd say? Like a wooden board, a plank? A plank? Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that's something, a common theme in this this movie (laughs) is grab grab some wood and use it as a weapon. And she just whacks him. Really great. Right across the head. And he just goes plunk right into the water at the end of the pier because she was already pretty close to the ed- edge of the pier. Right. She was kind of trying to crawl. So she does that. And then she and Marty go a running. And then one of the greatest things I don't know about you, but I loved watching this next little thing that happens, which is the Marty and Dana run ostensibly off screen right the camera Mm -hmm. doesn't follow them the camera Mm -hmm. stays and it's cut halfway like the uh, image here is cut halfway between like right in between you're seeing on the left pier and on the right of the water and it's this like gentle ripple in the water you can even see like a bit of a tree over it some foliage so it could just be like oh maybe a, a duck's gonna swim by or maybe a you know a trout is gonna pop up out of the water but instead matthew's head emerges <laughs> i mean it's just it's just crazy it's just crazy but this is the deal with zombies like you've said you just can't fucking kill them and the guy's popping up again (laughs) you know it's always the eyes are opening or he's i mean you know the man's had so many traumatic brain injuries here in the last like few minutes yeah i feel like this is just one of those three minutes like this whole week all of them are have some real funny shit in them and this to Mm -hmm. me is really funny just the way he pops up is like god damn it we (laughs) haven't gotten rid of this guy at all (laughs) yeah and he's just kind of the simmering anger I don't know that he can really express anger per se, but I I kind of interpret it as an angry move that you're just like, God, this guy's got to be pissed at this point. You know, I mean, she hulked out kind of like, as we said, Kurt did before, which I don't know what it's up with kids, you know, ripping wood planks (laughs) off of, you know, off of a wall or off of the dock in this case. But she definitely, you know, has given him a couple of good cracks to the head here these last few minutes so but you know i was thinking as as you were talking do we see him come up again i don't know that we in do in the movie you mean 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure we do either. This might be the our our closing moment with Matthew Buckner. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye out um, later on when when things really ramp up and just see if he's mm-hmm. in the mix anywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. But yeah, that may be the final countdown for for Matthew. But it's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. It's if this is truly his last note, it is a it is a good one to end on for sure. Yeah. yeah. And so then after he does his little rise up out of the water, we get up to about his mid chest. Then we go back to the um, the kids and they're running and they mm-hmm. run away past the cabin and then. Mm-hmm. We end. That's, That's about, about it. it. They just, they're just like running, running, running. I'm running past yeah. the cabin. Like you can tell they're not stopping to go into the cabin. So that gives us a bit of a hint, mm-hmm. but we don't know exactly, you know. I mean, we do because we've seen this movie before, but <laughs> at this moment, it's a bit of a mystery. So, yeah. Is there anything else about this minute that you wanted to jaw about? No, I think that's about it for me. Yeah, I think for me, too. I think um, it's an exciting minute. It's exhilarating. We got Marty back, which is great news. So for just a little while there, it looked like things were hopeless, but we've got a turn. Um, we've got some hope glimmering here with mm-hmm. this, with our duo. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Hope's back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've got a... Uh, would you say they're both redheads, too? Is he a redhead or is he like oh. sandy? Kind of, I mean, I think of him as sort of a sandy redheaded kind of a guy. I kind of interpreted him as a sandy mm-hmm. blonde. And obviously she's really a redhead in this particular yeah. flick. Yeah. I don't, you know, when we get into more light, I'll have to look at that a little closely. I didn't, I didn't detect reddish. Yeah, but... it might be blonde. I feel like sometimes I just, when somebody has that fairish skin that he does and kind of freckly mm-hmm. that, yeah. But yeah, it's kind of hard to tell now too, because they both are sort of covered in a sheen of blood. Yes. Yeah. They need a good shower for, for sure. sure. That's something, um, not in this movie because I understand why, but there are other movies where people are going through the movie and I just think like, God, I wish they'd stop in this movie and just go take a shower. Like they really need a shower right now. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but yeah, this absolutely. one, it makes sense. <laughs> they don't have time for showers. Mm-hmm. No, they don't. They don't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess they could have like run through the lake but you know matthew's in it so that kind of that kind of kills that definitely (laughs) so well yeah cool well thanks everybody for joining us for another minute that was minute 67 and um we'll be back on wednesday for minute i don't know 68 does that sound like a good place to go yes (laughs) yes indeed sounds logical i like that we'll just we'll just keep plugging along into the future and Someday we'll find us on the end of this journey, but not yet. <laughs> not quite yet. We're we're almost there though, but uh we're we're at the precipice of things getting real goddamn interesting. So yeah, join us on Wednesday for more of Cabin Minute Cast, and we will see you back at the cabin. <laughs> <laughs>